Kecol kali. Hey y'all, what's up? You're about to listen to facts, stories, interviews, gossip, live music, booty bump and beats, and much more fascinating things that will be so stunning, there's a possibility that your mind will blow. This show will start in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Due to the coronavirus, the following show is being produced and broadcast by the Yolokali youth from their homes. So sit back, relax at home, and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome. This is WLPN LP Chicago 105.5 FM Lumpen Radio, broadcasting live from the comfort of our couches. I'm Marie. I'm Adrian. I'm Melissa. And you're listening to What's Up? Thriving Youth. So today what we're going to talk about is the difference of different topics. Can anybody else explain what they are? Um, I know that we're going to like create awareness on domestic violence and like and just like how to cope with living in an abusive household and like just statistics on that. I also know we're going to be talking about mental health and the tools that self-isolation have on people. And then we're also going to talk about ways of coping and like with the different activities that way we can like uh, use up some of our time in quarantine. I know that as well. So let's talk about our news segment and talk about what is it that's going on in the world and around us and outside. And let's listen into that. And now it's time for important coronavirus news and updates brought to you by the youth at Yolo Cali. Due to the coronavirus, COVID-19, there has been many changes in the world. This is what's been going on. According to the New York Times, on January 30th, the World Health Organization announced a global health emergency due to thousands of new COVID-19 cases in China. By March 13th, Donald Trump declared a national emergency. More on COVID-19, according to WGN News on Monday, March 23rd, multiple detainees being held at Chicago's Cook County facility have been confirmed with the virus. Within a matter of days, over 500 inmates have been released according to the Sheriff's Office while following CDC protocols. Visitation at Cook County has been cut down. Reported by Chicago Sun-Times, Governor J.B. Pritzker's stay-at-home order was made for non-essential businesses to close their doors for merchants. On a lighter note, Novias de Verdad, a local dress and casino shop, has turned its closed doors into an impromptu face mask shop. And that was Yololicious News, brought to you by the youth at Yolokali. So let's talk about like just topics about abusive households and like just living in a toxic environment. Like this information is about like is from like Chicago resources we already have. So for example, like a lot of female victims uh, have experienced like intimate violence and like they're around children at the age under 12. Also in like the national survey of 6,000 families in the U.S., percent of their husbands have assaulted their wives and like frequently abused their children. And also not like to add to is like the, in the United States, more than three children die as a result of living in an abusive household. 
or being victims of abuse. And like, since we're all isolated inside our house and like quarantine, there's also statistics about how the, there's been like a 7.5 increase on calls that, yeah, a 7.5 increase on calls. Like that was between March, March 1st and the 17th. And it's also like, and on like also the National Domestic Violence Hotline reported like a rising, a rising increase on victims and who like also reached out to them for help. And that was between 951 reported like mentions of the coronavirus. And that was through March 10th to the 24th. So like, what do you guys think about this? Honestly, I think it's a really like sad thing because like now that everyone is like forced to stay home, forced to stay inside, it's just like like incidents like these is like really heartbreaking to hear because it's like what what. Like, now what can we do is, like, to get out or, like, to, like, help. But it's just, like, they're stuck. Like, they're trapped in a sense because, like, they can't go outside. They can't reach out for help and it's other than domestic hotline and crosses hotline. But it, it's a really sad thing to think about. And, like, in terms of just, like, everyone having the same side in, like, toxic households as it is. Uh, what do you think about this, Adrian? Yeah, I think it's just, it's the same thing as Marie. It's kind of a sad situation because people can't really get out of it. They're kind of trapped inside. They really have no choice but to stay inside. And yeah. I think it just kind of leads to more violence a lot of times. So, like, these statistics are really scary, as in the fact that, like, it, a lot of, like, domestic violence or, like, a lot of toxicity happens around us where it's really difficult or, like, legal situations if you're supposed to be isolated or quarantined and like i think this should be like spreading awareness of how like domestic violence and like just abusive households are really common in the u.s and like not because it's like corona or anything but we should be like really focusing on that and like just working on how to like not make it an abusive household and like what are resources that others can reach out if they're like victims of abuse in those situations also like do you guys like have you guys encountered anything or, like, how would you guys compare this to our community? It's really sad to think about for, like, toxic, like, households and, like, domestic violence in a sense. Because, like, when it goes on in your community, it's, like, it's so quiet where you can't really, um, not imagine, but to, like, like, when you hear about it in the news or, like, reports or anything like that, it's just, like, that happened in my community. Like, that happened around, like, where I live. It's just, like, because it just, it goes unnoticed when it happens. And then when it does happen, it's a major blow. Like, are you, like, what? Like, it's, like, it's so, not mind-blowing, but it's, like, so shocking when you hear about it. And you're just, like, I could have... Like, what could I have done? Like, you start taking, like, a personal, not offense, but, like, you start thinking personally, like, what could I have done to prevent this? Like, what could what could I have done to ensure that this doesn't happen again? Like, I think as youth, we take that to, like, a more personal feel. It's just like, not, okay, as a youth, what can I do to, like, prevent this from happening in my community and stuff? Yeah, I have the same feelings as you, Marie. Um, I feel like a lot of times we hear about it when the problems already become too big. And a lot of times it's like sad to say, but a lot of times it's when someone's, you know, dead um, yeah. that we hear about it when the problem's already, you know, gone over already, the edge. Yeah, when it's already exploded and it's like we look at the aftermath and it's just like, what could I have done? It's like, and then just thinking about that over and over. I also okay. would say that like just living in a Latin, like Latino household, it's like the machismo in it and like others might not even notice that they're being abusive or like being like just just not being like toxic or they're being toxic and I would say that like a lot of women keep quiet here and don't really mention like that they're victims or like 
that they yeah. live in like a very like unstable household because of that. And I also think like people aren't aware of that. And we should really put like this like as awareness and like just promote just healthy relationships and in the households and all that. Yeah. And even like us like aside from relationships, like but with like family too. It's just like I know a lot of like Latino teens that like reach like different stigmas about like around mental health where it's just like, oh, you're not depressed or you don't have any anxiety. It's like that's like that's like not a thing with like Latino parents or like with of color parents. Like, oh, mental health illness isn't as like not widespread, but like as like realized among people of color, especially. So dealing like being a teen and having to deal with that kind of toxicity in the household must like it must be really difficult because it's like you're faced with like people that like you care about and you love about, but like they can't like support you in that way because they're like, oh, that doesn't, you don't have that. You're fine and stuff like that. You're not crazy. And it's just like, but I'm not saying I'm crazy. And I'm not saying that I don't have this. It's just like, I'm feeling some sort of way and I need your support in that way, but they can't provide you with that. And it's really scary because you have all these teens that are like inside their houses having to deal with that. Uh, there's also resources out there if like every, anyone is like a victim of this. So for example, Chicago is also providing shelters for people, counseling, legal, like any legal issue that's happening. And um, yeah, there's like, a, there's like a helpline for domestic violence and it's 24 hours, toll free, and it's like completely com- confidential. And it's just concerning about family and friends, perpetrators of domestic violence. And like, and they do provide healthcare workers. And like, while a lot of their resources are, again, shelters, counseling, legal advocacy, civil, like legal services, supervised children visitation centers, and perpetrator services. So I would say these are like a lot of resources that you guys could reach out if you guys are like victims of this or anything. The number, okay, 877-863-6338. And then also if you are facing a crisis, there's also a hotline to not call but to text when you're feeling either suicidal or homicidal or in any way since the form not okay. There are volunteers for 24-7 on text, and it's called a crisis hotline. They'll talk to you for as long as you need them. You do have to wait a little bit in line. But um, other than that, it really helps. They're, they're volunteers that always help, um, Whether even in these uh, trying times, that they're still here to help. And the number for that is 741-741. Text HELP, and then you'll continue on with the instructions from there. Yeah, so I would say that, like, please, like, don't, like, don't, like, withstand with domestic violence. If you are living in those, like, situations, please reach out for help because it's, like, severely unhealthy. And, like, domestic violence shouldn't be anything, like, around Chicago. It shouldn't be anything in this neighborhood. And I would say, like, during, like, times of quarantine, um, a lot of arguments spike up. Why? Because, like, everyone's, like, isolated with one another and there's a lot of fights that happen. So I would promote, like, if you are like a victim of it, please call the following like the phone numbers we just mentioned there and like pick up on information. Also, next up, we have a phone call entry from one of our youth. So let's definitely listen in. My name is Jennifer. I'm 16 years old. 
I currently live in the Little Village neighborhood. I'm a student here in the community. I've quarantined myself and I believe I'm on day 10. I think during these times, a good comfort food is like eating chips, thinking mac and cheese as well. Something that I've done to keep myself entertained is like watch TV shows on Netflix. Something to pass time that I've done is like to call a lot of my friends, we check on each other, we vent to one another, and just overall talk to each other. I recently decluttered my space because I have so many things and when I was in school, I never really had the time. My average day consists of like cleaning, doing homework, watching TV shows as well. I've maintained a clean space, such as like, like cleaning, washing my hands, and I keep blankets around just to keep the comfort. I'm helping my family and those around me by pretty much checking in on checking in on them, making sure that they have everything they need, and if they need anything, they know that I'm here along with the rest of my family. Remember, you are listening to What's Up, and I know Marie has a conversation for us. I wanted to talk about, like, our quarantine feelings ourselves between us Yellow Kali youth and, like, the, and again, re-emphasizing the importance of mental awareness and the tolls of, like, what this quarantine has done to us, to the youth, and to, like, everybody else around. So I guess in a sense, it's just, like, how is everybody doing while they're in quarantine? Like, day 13, I think, for some of us? Day 14? I don't even know. Yeah, I've lost count at this point. I don't know. I've been doing pretty well, I'd say. I just feel a little trapped sometimes, I guess, staying inside rather than uh, going outside and, you know, being kind of free, going to school, talking to my friends. But apart from that, I feel pretty good. Pretty good? That's that's yep. good. Um, for What about you, Melissa? Um, I would say I've just been pretty bored. Um, just being inside or like I've been hanging out in my backyard but that's still not enough like I'm really bored so I would say I'm my mental health is not like severe I'm just really bored honestly same feeling I'm bored it's just like I had homework to do that kept me busy and distracted me from like the isolation I feel but like after all after all the homework was done and all the essays finished I'm just like okay now what am I gonna do and after that it's just like trying to fill myself with like different things, trying to do different activities, like obviously baking. We'll get more into that after um, just watching Netflix, just watching Hulu, watching YouTube. It's just like, I'm bored and I can't. And the only times I go outside is for like grocery shop runs. And like, that's very rare. Cause like we have like food here, thank goodness. But like, like it's just, I don't go outside enough and it's really, it's really trying to take a toll on you guys. Gosh, but- yeah, um, I would say I've picked up, like, not new hobbies or whatever, but I've been doing, like, anything that could kill time. So, I don't know. I've just been drawing and, like, seeing what I can do any- every day. I think in a sense of, like, what is it for most people? I think the reason why the, uh, the isolation that affects most people is because they feel like they can't perform, like, the usual stuff, like the ways, the things that they used to do, because you're kind of cut off from the rest of the world. So 
like us going not going to school it's like okay so we can't I mean other side from like you know texting and calling friends it's like we don't like personally see them we don't personally see other people or like cut off that social group or yeah like just a daily routine and just like trying to yeah like you were saying Melissa trying to fill all hours of the day it's kind of hard like even me as a senior like it was easy go to school and stuff like that stay after school if I had after school come home eat dinner do homework take a shower go to sleep like I had those things planned and set but now trying to do trying to do all that in like an empty day it's just like okay now what am I gonna do you know yeah it kind of threw the whole schedule out of whack um I was kind of the same. I'd have a set schedule for like every day. It'd be like, you know, get up, go to school, stay after school for like sports or club, come home, do homework, go to sleep. And, you know, now it's kind of, there's a lot of empty space that I have to find, you know, activities to do. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, it's like really hard to think about such things, honestly. I'm trying to think like, wow. But like, there's different like resources. I mean, in a sense of like mental health, like if you need like if you're like like struggling with like isolation and these types of thoughts, there's like different apps and there's different like websites that can like help you and provide you with like service to like isolation. Like you don't have to be isolated and like alone in this like pandemic. I know we have some down. Um, would any of us like to kind of pick and choose and like kind of talk about a little bit of them? Well, I remember you were talking yesterday about an app called Seven Cup. And I think I think one of the things that was really caught my attention about the app was the fact that it's also offered in Spanish. Um, so I think it's really useful, especially like in little village here in our community, because there's a lot of people that don't speak English. So to have something like this, I think is really important. And basically what Seven Cups is, is an app and an online resource that helps you, um, that chats with you about emotional support and counseling. It also offers online therapy with mental health professionals and services. So, and yes, um, the way I dream was saying, it is offered in Spanish. There's also another one that's also offered in Spanish, which is called Support Group Central, which offers virtual support groups on numerous uh, conditions for free or low cost, which is perfect because some of us are not working and some of us are very, very much broke. And it's offered in like a lot of different languages. This website is included in Chinese and in Spanish, which I think is great. Because again, the way Adrian was saying, some of us don't speak English and that's, and it's really helpful. What about you, Melissa? Any of the resources to talk about? I would say like BetterHelp because I've seen like the advertisement on YouTube and stuff. So BetterHelp is also like an app that offers individual or couples or teen counseling. It's like provided by licensed therapists and they also they're also available through text, video and audio. So whatever suits your preference. Honestly, what is it? All these things, what is it? All these resources are like here to support you any way they can. And honestly, I think that's really nice because like even if you can't see people like what is it in person, you can still like have support in like virtual, which I think is really nice for like how the technology is growing and stuff. I think also, um, you know, um, you know, stay with your friends, stay connected with them. Cause I think a lot of times even your friends are able to help you too. Like they're, they already kind of know you. They're used to being around you. So they might be able to help you if you're having any problems. There's also another, um, there's also another resource that's um, pretty good. It's free, which is nice. 
It's online peer support network that gives members facing mental health challenges and or difficult families dynamics a safe place to connect, which I think what is it some of our color youth have will deal with or might deal with. So I think this is also a nice one. The tribe wellness community. I think it's it's a website. Um, I think that's a nice one also to offer aside from the crisis hotline. Anybody else? There's also like the National Alliance of Mental Health and then like also assist on online communities where people can share encouragement. So if you're feeling down and also like just say it's important to talk about mental health and like knowing that you live in a safe space. That's very important. And if you feel like you're not, there's always resources out there that you can talk and provide other people with. And um, just if, yeah, if you feel really just not mentally there during quarantine, know that there's resources around there and there's also resources that you can afford and like they're free and also, yeah, that's it. And then I guess talking about safe spaces in general, the way you were saying, Melissa, is just like, I think it's really important that there's safe spaces in like a time like this, especially because it's like you can't physically go to a safe space, but I guess having a safe space like virtually and online is um really important because like if you don't, if you're like not safe in your own home, I think there's a way to escape to the internet and just like go into a safe space there with some of these resources or like talking to friends and like communicating with them and just like feeling in a sense like mentally secure or like feeling like not alone as like we were talking about earlier. And just like talking to others and like asking for help. It's like, it's not bad to reach out to ask for help. Like, especially if you feel alone, if you feel like, what is it? Like the solitude is like too much to take. It's like, it's not bad to ask for help. Like, please ask for help. Like there are friends and there are other people like on call or on these resources that we just named or are here and are willing to help you. And I'm pretty sure they're happy to help you, especially in these times. No, yeah, I would totally agree with that. Like, if you guys need to talk to someone, there's always your friends there. And also, it's never wrong to ask for help or, like, talk to a friend and just explain to them how you've been feeling. Like, it's totally normal. And, like, I kind of think that's why, like, a lot of friends are forced so they can, like, flash back on what they're feeling and just vent out. So I think that's extremely important. And, like, just promote, like, mental health in households and also during, like, times like these. Because I know that a lot of many might feel, like, anxiety and, like, stress because of corona and, like, just knowing the whole environment. So, yeah, it's important if, like, you make sure you're feeling okay. Also, there's a few interviews that we have that are talking about um, mental health and about their household life. I think we should give it a listen. Okay, what's your name and how old are you? My name is Julian Vasquez. I'm 17 years old. Nayeli, how have you been feeling during quarantine? Mentally, not okay. Because I use going outside to kind of help clear my head. And it's kind of hard to think about stuff when I'm trapped inside the house. At first, I was pretty happy because I hate school. But now I'm feeling overwhelmed because a lot of work is piling up. And it's really stressful being stuck at home. And like, how does this relate to your mental well-being? It takes out something that I use to help me relax. Because when I'm doing the same thing over and over again, it gets kind of repetitive and I don't know what to do. So I just end up sitting there alone with my thoughts. Then my mental health gets kind of worse. Like I said before, at first I was really relieved because I just did not like school at all. But now it's kind of getting to me because I need some fresh air. Like being stuck at home is really frustrating and it's really easy to to take the easy route and not do anything and then just being overwhelmed with all the work is just really bad and like would you say that mental health is important to take care of during quarantine well yeah of course or else you'll just lose your head from being 
inside all day. Yeah, for sure. Especially since a lot of people, like what helps them with their mental health is going to work, taking walks, hanging out with friends. But because of quarantine and isolation, a lot of people can't do that. And like, what are ways you've been coping while practicing like social distancing and like being isolated inside? To help with my mental health, I would either draw watch some videos, play video games, or work out. Just try to distract myself as much as possible. I think uh, texting friends, for sure. Um, Painting, having a hobby to do, a routine to follow is really helpful. And the last question is, what would you recommend others to do during quarantine? Distract yourself, because since you're stuck at home, there's really nothing you could do unless, I don't know, you find something to do. Just do whatever. Just try to clear your head with that activity. I think still keeping in contact with friends, probably being able to vent about your frustrations, keeping a hobby, keeping up to date with work, things like that. Hey, it's Mede. How are we doing during this quarantine? How are we all feeling? Just want to check up on everyone. Has everyone been washing their hands, keeping themselves clean, and not going outside too much? I just wanted to give you all a friendly reminder that we need to keep ourselves healthy, safe inside of our homes as much as possible, and try to wash your hands often, like we should. Some steps you can follow to wash your hands are to first rinse your hands with water and add hand soap or alcohol-based rub. Then wash your palms. Second, wash the back of your hands. Third, scrub in between your fingers. After, move on to your fingertips. Lastly, do not forget to scrub your entire thumb to make sure you're washing your hands long enough. You can sing that one song that we all sing in birthday parties. The happy birthday song, two times. Please go out only if you truly have to, like for groceries, pharmacy runs, or other necessities or emergencies. Do not go out with groups of people or to crowded spaces. Keep yourself distant. Although we are limited to go outside, you can still take your pets for walks or sit outside by yourself. So please do your part and try to have fun. Most importantly, do not forget to smile. My name is Sarah Mraz, and I am 16 years old. I live in the Little Village area, and within my community, I am a Little Village high school student. I have quarantined myself, and I am on day 12. A good snack to have during this time for me would be Cheez-Its. My favorite snack is Cheez-Its, and lately I've been watching a few shows on Netflix and a few on Hulu. I've also finished a few art pieces, and I've been listening to The Weeknd's new album. My schedule during this quarantine is sleeping, waking up, drawing something, or watching a movie or show. Then I eat dinner and exercise and continue watching the show. The way I keep myself safe during this time is by not going outside and washing my hands a lot. I encourage my family to stay home and continuously washing their hands. You're listening to WLPN LP Chicago 105.5 FM Lumpin Radio.
broadcasting live from the comfort of our couches. This is What's Up. We're going to be talking about hobbies and activities that we're doing during quarantine, what you can do during quarantine, and how to cope during this time that we have to be inside of our houses. I guess like aside from like watching Netflix and watching Hulu, I guess like establishing like a a routine in a sense, like waking up, eating breakfast, making sure my cats are fed. I I don't even really know. It's like watching more Netflix exercising a little bit which i think is really helpful like getting a little bit of sweat on and then just continuously watching netflix and then that's it or like even doing shows like these is really look a fun look forward to what about you melissa i mean to be honest i've been staying up a little late like later than usual but it's okay like i have a whole day so Mm -hmm. just been waking up like around i don't know nine ten that's like the latest and um obviously Stretching, because I don't, because, like, you don't have any physical activity inside. So stretching, just going outside, doing what, like, see what I can do. I know, for example, I want to walk for, like, an hour and a half, like, around the block. So that was really distracting. I got really distracted in that. I know I've been, like, reading a lot, so I've been catching up on, like, books I've been wanting to read, not that, like, I'm assigned by in school. I've been painting and drawing, and I've been, like, kind of experimenting with new forms of art. Also, like, I know I've been playing a lot on GarageBand because of the little sounds. So it's, like, like, little, like, beats or whatever. That's, like, the fun part of it. And I've also been writing a little bit because, of like, I'm in poetry. I do slam poetry. So, yeah, that's it. What about you? Oh, yeah. Adrian. Um, well, I guess a lot of the time I've been doing, um, you know, my homework. Netflix, too. Reading a little bit. That's about it. And then I've been doing, like, a little bit of painting, I guess. You know? Just trying to keep busy. Hmm. I guess in a sense, it's kind of hard to like build discipline. I'm doing quotation marks with my hands right now, guys. Where it's like, I don't know, because it's like you work up a routine in a bit because it's like, again, you're just trying to fill the day. And it's just like hard to like continuously do things because like now that you have so much time and you're trying to fill a day, you're like, oh, what am I really doing? And just is it like kind of hard to like work up a routine in a sense, guys? I would say it is because honestly... I know, like, a lot of people who've just spent their days playing video games, like, the whole day. And personally, I don't think I could do that because my attention span and also, like, I don't know, it seems really boring. Like, just doing the same thing every single day. No, no, thank you. How about you, You, Adrian? Yeah, I think it's honestly really hard because there's so much time on your hands now that you really don't know what to do. Like, I... Normally for school, I'd wake up like at eight, but now I don't wake up until like 12, one o'clock. And then I still have oh, to find out what to do like the rest of the day. Oh my God. I guess in a sense, it's like you're kind of building up like time management. How are, is our time management now that like since we have so much time? I know for me, it's gotten so much worse because like, I don't even know. Like I know there's like some things I should be doing like related to college now. And I'm over here just like, I have time. And as the deadline approaches, I'm just like, I don't have time. And I'm like, oh, my God, I had so much time to be doing all of this. And then now I don't. And I'm like, what am I doing? I don't know. For me, I feel like my time management has gone. Um, I would also say that my time management, I just have so much time. Like, I can just clean or whatever. And then, like, I'm done with it. And then I have a whole day to, like, just see what I can do. So, I don't know. It's not good. Also with homework, since, like, it's not one of my best interests to do it, I kind of want to leave it at last. Mm-hmm. Like, the last thing I do and I think that like obviously I shouldn't be doing that so like how how about you guys I don't know I think mine's honestly also mm. the same it's just gotten worse 
just because there's so much time and I feel like I put stuff off sometimes. Um, but, you know, I think that there's yeah. a lot of people that deal with the same problems. And I think some tips that we had for people would be like, if you're working from home, structure your time out like you would a regular work day to keep kind of like a sense of normalcy. I was just going, going off with like what you said. I guess if you have kids and stuff like that and you work, it's like make sure like everybody's busy and stuff like that. Like trying to, trying to get like not a daily schedule, I guess, in a sense, like that way everyone else is busy as well as you are too. But another one in a sense is just like, how is it? Oh yeah, it's like, make sure it's like not the same thing over and over again. Like that way it's not like purgatory where it's like the same thing every single day. Even though like at school, it was kind of the same thing, but each day was a little bit different. You know what I'm saying? Right? Yeah. And then just, yeah, just daily schedules and stuff like that. Just like to break up, uh, what is it, different days and says like, oh, we'll do this on this day. And then the next day we'll do something else. And it's just like, now each day is like fun to like enjoy because like they're all different in a sense. And there's like, they're planned, which is even better. I have a question for you guys. How have homework and all like online classes, since a lot of us have our classes now, like through our computers, how how's that been going? Well, for me, like I take like a class, but it's always at night. So I just have a lot of time in the morning and I just have to wait like around like seven or six to communicate and like do my work. So I wouldn't say it's that bad because I've been used to it, but it's weird. It's just weird not having like school and any after school activity and then that thing. So, yeah, I'm not really used to it, but I'll get used to it if this like gets any longer. What about you, Adrian? Because I know for me, I don't do online classes. Uh, well, I do a couple of online classes because only a couple of my teachers do it. A couple of them just kind of leave work for us to do. But with the other ones, we've kind of been meeting like on a regular basis, like what would be a regular class time, sort of, um, depending on the day. I guess like for most youth that are like going through online classes and stuff like that, I think like trying to make it, I wouldn't say a day out of it, but like, like trying to make it into like a somewhat of a routine where just like, okay, I'll do, or like make, like put that online class into a part of the routine. And it's like kind of work by that in the sense of a work day. We're just like, okay, I'll do this, this, like plan one, plan two, plan three, online class. And then I'll do this, this, and that after. Or what is it? If it's like, for example, for Melissa, like looking forward to that in a sense, even though it's like kind of weird because you're not in there in person, you know? Or like, was in morning classes, if it's that way, it's just like, okay, I'll do this first and then set my entire day around it and then try to get my stuff done. That way it's like not a day wasted, like like for kind of me, an example, just like, I'm not really, I don't have online class. Just the, honestly, the most thing I could look forward to for online classes is when we like discuss, uh, what is it, um, radio shows on Google Hangouts. Also, like, I have a question for you guys. You guys are seniors, so... How have you guys been, like, combating this? Because you guys don't know if you guys are graduating or, like, anything related on that. So how, what do you guys feel about that? Oh, God. I could go on a whole brand for this one. Well. I have not been coping well at, like, because I'm, like, kind of sad because most of our senior activities got canceled. The ones that we looked really forward to. I know for a bunch of my friends, I helped a lot of friends out with, like, long studying hours it's like helping them like homework and stuff like that way they can pass that way we could all do these same activities and then now that they got canceled I kind of felt like not that it wasn't for not for not because you know obviously they're great but like I felt like like doing these things and like working hard to put for in for that like in 
perspective for that end goal was just like kind of like for me not heartbreaking but like it was just really hurt because I'm just like wow like I like we all worked this hard on stuff like that to do this one thing and then that thing got canceled and I'm sad about prom especially I don't know whether or not my prom's canceled or any of like world language or infinities or the rest of the campus is canceled but I'm just like I don't know I'm just like really booty hurt about it I'm just like wow our 2020 year is just like kind of canceled i don't know how to feel about that yeah it's the same for me i'm kind of still in the dark like a lot of the administrators and the people who are kind of handling all of our activities are just kind of well in a panic themselves uh they seem to kind of feel bad for all of us and i think the like the whole class of 2020 like we have like a group chat and everyone seems kind of like worried about whether or not our activities are going to be canceled and everything like that and no one really knows any answers, the administrators or any other students? I guess, like, going off to, what is it, like, communication, like, aside, what is it, graduation and seniors? Just, I guess, like, start talking to people, in a sense, just that way we don't feel alone anymore, or in the sense of just, like, dwelling on it. It's like, because, like, seeing contact with people kind of starts off the, like, the boredom, in a sense, if you're just, like, talking to someone, it's just like, oh, because you're not bored anymore because you're talking to someone. And again, whether it's like on social media, texting by phone for family and friends, you know, that's really cool. Yeah, just trying to keep your communication as normal as possible together, whether that's like on next party. I think someone can explain that, um, like Minecraft, iMessage games and stuff like that. We could just go. I would say already for your support. Obviously, they're bored too, so like it doesn't sound bad to communicate with them. I've been like a lot of group chats because they're like and just like if you're bored or just feel like you need to talk to anyone so I would say that yeah I think there's a lot of people who have like found other ways to like communicate even with like strangers I guess one example would be like a lot of people would use like an app called walkie talkie or like Omegle too even though they might not be like the safest thing but a lot of people would still like log on and talk with a bunch of people. I guess other things that you would do would be like, um, that I've seen people actually do would be like use TikTok and learn dances in their free time. And, you know, other people have been finding other digital tools. Uh, like I remember, Marie, earlier you were talking about like drum. It was like a drum app, I think, um, where um, you'd be able to like play around with, you know, drumming and like beats and stuff like that to kind of, you know, just play around, I guess. That's the best oh, yeah. Uh, like a beat pad, if I remember. I know some people are just like, because they have one of those and like kind of experiment, like uh, remixing different songs with that beat pad just to pass the time. A lot of people have created like a lot of different like versions of songs, which I thought was really cool. Like some people like slowed down, like some really like hip songs and stuff like that. I made it like really relaxed and chilled in the way of those upbeat, which I think is a really cool idea. And it's just like, yeah, a lot of people started learning different hobbies and stuff like that. And like one and one of them was that. And I thought it was really cool. Yeah. And I think it's also good to mention Yolo Kali's YouTube channel. And we have tutorials on there to do live streaming in a good way. So you won't have a lot of problems and it kind of takes you through and kind of eases the process for you. And it's nice to see what you can do with videos, radios, podcasts, and anything else that you can find to do with music and sound. I guess in general, we're all just, you know, artists and writers. Um, how are you guys staying creative, you know, while being in, uh, inside? For me, uh, I'm just like, I'm like reading manga and just like watching anime and just like looking at that. I'm kind of like 
still writing a little bit of my short stories and stuff like that. But again, my time management is bad. So like, I just don't, I don't get to those stories as much as I used to. I guess watching some, a lot of uh, horror films on like my Hulu and nothing like that. Like the manga I'm reading right now is Beastars. Please don't look at me differently. Don't judge. It's it's actually a pretty good uh, manga. And then the last horror yeah, movie, The Hug on Hulu. What about you guys? Um, yeah. Um, so I know for me, I've been like posting stuff either on Instagram or Snapchat. Just like tell me what to draw and I'll just draw it. So people actually reply. So that's kind of good. And I've just been distracting myself by that and just like putting it online. Um, so yeah, obviously I've been writing a little bit, not much, but yes. And um, just drawing in like different ways because I'm kind of like, experimenting with some different type of stuff it doesn't look that good but you know i'm trying and um i've just been reading because like you know i'm kind of bored what about you adrian well you know i've always been doing my work for you you know we've been doing that for what the past two weeks i think that's how long we've been in quarantine and then i've been doing like some small just art projects painting some from my art teacher some on my own and then i've also been doing like small prompts and writing stuff that our teacher that our ap lit teacher has been giving us um and that's kind of you know been keeping me busy for a small part of the day also creative Um, too we've also been doing radio obviously because we're talking right now so yeah i would say that's pretty cool i just want to like let everybody in the audience know that like even if there's an outside audience obviously but like that like we're here and stuff like that um, from the comfort of our couch like we love you guys like we hope you guys are staying safe and practicing good hygiene um, practicing social distancing and aren't going outside other than for the uh, necessities and such like that um, but I guess I kind of wanted to talk to you guys about like things that you can do from home and like a little bit of recipes and stuff like that like if you're not into baking then now is a good time to get into like uh, cooking and stuff like that Are you hungry for what's cooking in the kitchen? Necesitas un poco más sabor en la vida? Well, you're in luck. It's time for Quarantine Cuisine. And one of them would be, uh, what is it? Like different things. It's like food innovation for quarantine times. So one of them is whipped coffee and basically what whipped coffee is is just coffee but a whip it's whipped it's it's a really interesting concept so what you're going to need is one is going to be two tablespoons of instant coffee two tablespoons of sugar and two tablespoons of hot water so once you have all these ingredients inside of a mixing bowl mix these ingredients until it's very much light brown and fluffy or you could use an electric mixture to speed up the process you can get a mug or a cup throw in a few ice cubes or milk whatever it is it doesn't really matter. Almond coconut milk, uh, regular cow milk is fine. And then just pour this beautifully fluffy coffee on top of it and then you enjoy it. It's really that simple. And then we also, with your and with your uh, with, with coffee, you have a, have a brownie. And what you're going to need is going to be one box brownie mix, one box cookie mix, and one box of Oreos. So you're going to preheat your oven to 350 degrees Fahrenheit. Or if you don't know Fahrenheit, it's fine. It's 177 degrees Celsius. You're going to prepare the cookies and the brownies as the box directs. Get a cake pan or a cupcake tray and spray with baking spray. 
Pour the brownie mix a little less than half if you're using a cake pan, and then put the cookie dough. Then place an Oreo on top of the cookie on top of the cookie dough, and then pour the rest of the brownie mix on top and place it in the oven. If you're using a cupcake tray, place the cookie dough first and then the Oreo on top of it. Cover both the brownie cover both of them with the brownie mix until it's halfway reaches the cupcake liner, and then place in the oven for 30 minutes. And then once done, take out and let it cool for at least five minutes. And enjoy. I hope you guys both enjoy your whipped coffee and your and your brownie mix. I like actually have tried um the whipped coffee. It's really good. I think yeah, but just the whipped coffee. I don't have like a whisk or anything. I've been, I I spent like whipping for like forty five minutes, and you know I used to, used it to kill time, so I guess it was worth it. So yeah, I really did enjoy it. I do recommend that one. Go, Adrian. Okay. Uh, well, I haven't tried either, but I think. Um, you know, with all this time, I might try it to kill some time. Apart from them, you know, sounding delicious. Honestly, I think the time where I tried whipped coffee, it was like three o'clock in the morning and I was bored. I didn't know what to do with my time. So I just like snuck into my kitchen and just did those things. And I was like, went back to my living room and started whipping it. And it took forever. But like, it was like, I think it was like three thirty-five or three something when I just started whipping and it actually started coming out. I'm like, wow. It was like four o'clock in the morning when I started enjoying my whipped coffee. I, I my sleeping schedule is out of whack. I'm not gonna lie, but that is that is it. Um, I guess like recapping the show is just like we've talked about activities, we talked about resources, we talked about some of the like toxic households and like situations that people may have to deal with. We talked about uh like the the crisis hotline for domestic violence and for like uh, suicidal and homicidal. Um, crises as well for that texting hotline as well. Um, we've also talked about how us youth kind of feel about it and like what we've been doing with our time, how we've been affected. And yeah, that's, that's the majority of this, you know, what's up, you know, thriving youth in the case. Also, like, just know that if you have any, like, information already, we already stated in the show and like, know it's important to make sure that your mental health is intact and also... If you're living in like an abusive household or a toxic household, that there's resources out there and there there's free resources to know that you're safe because that's like the most important part of this. Yeah, and also another important PSA: please stay home. Please just just stay home. Just like like have good hygiene. Like go outside when you really need to. Okay, it's just please stay home. Please, for the sake of everybody else, please stay home. Also, distract yourself. Do something creative. Do something that like will kind of like exercise your mind. So I would recommend that also. Yeah, and just make and... sure to stay healthy. You know, keeping yourself like, sane, keeping up your mental health, your physical health, and all that, so that you don't deteriorate yourself while you're staying inside. Mm-hmm. And I think that's it. So remember, you're listening to WhatsApp Quarantine Edition, and I'm Melissa. I'm Marie, and I'm Adrian. Thank you so much for listening. Hello. It's me. I haven't heard from you in a while. I hope it's because you're listening and enjoying our amazing, outstanding, terrific, wonderful, inspiring, delicious, funny, breathtaking, wee snatching, Liddy Poppin' production. If not, you should listen to our radio show, What's Up? Again. In the meantime, we'll be twerking on our next one. <laughs>
here in Lumpkin Radio. So stay tuned for our next amazing, outstanding, terrific, wonderful, inspiring, delicious, funny, breathtaking, weave-snatching, highly amazing production. I hope that you were informed about the YOLO-licious parts of life and get your bag every day. Don't forget to listen to us on SoundCloud at YOLOKALI, on social media like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or Tumblr at YOLOKALI, or visit at YOLOKALI.org for more. We are the robots. We are the robots.